0: Good evening, Hampton Roads, and to everyone in the radio and internet listening area, welcome to tonight's episode of Marriage and Family Clinic. You're listening to us on WGPL 1350 on your AM dial. I am your host, Bishop Hodges, and this is the broadcast where we break down and discuss the dynamics of marriage and family relationships. God designed and instituted marriage and the family. To build society on. Unfortunately, sin entered the picture and warped God's original design. The mission of Marriage and Family Clinic is to restore, build, strengthen, and perfect marriage and family relationships. I'm still thoroughly convinced that your joy, your peace, your victory, your success in life, they're all dependent upon how you manage relationships. Beginning with your relationship with God and then on into your marriage and family relationships. Welcome once again to tonight's episode of Marriage and Family Clinic. And I want to begin tonight by saying Happy New Year to all. This very first day of 2019, a year that's been coming for a long, long time. Uh, And here we are in a brand new year in a brand new year. All right. I hope you all have enjoyed your holidays. You enjoyed your time loving family and friends, giving gifts, spending time in worship. And all of that came to us in the name of and in honor of the birth of Jesus Christ. And I pray your 2019 is truly a great one and that you receive some things you've been waiting for for a long time. Make sure that includes reconciling with some family members if you need to. You know, again, I've been doing a series on parents' responsibilities to children, and last week we took a detour as my guest, Dr. Anthony, and I discussed the blended family. And I want to share tonight part two of the blended family, and and uh, hopefully get into some strategies uh, for success uh, that will hope blend, help blended families. Excuse me. Um, And you know, when I think about the blended family, so much of their success in the blended family depends upon how the parents handle the situation and handle the matter that we're still talking, I guess, about parents' responsibility to their children. So again, I want to take a detour, uh, uh, continue the detour tonight and talk again about the blended family uh, part two. And as a reminder, as a reminder, a blended family is simply one family in which a man and a woman have married, and either one or both of them already have children. And the children may be from a previous marriage or previous relationship even, but now they're coming into this family. They're not biological children. Everyone in the family is not a biological member of the family. Uh, These folks, they come together as a result of marriage, and now they have to make a life. That's what we call a blended family. And as we discussed on last week, blended families, they, they face many challenges, multiple challenges, in order to achieve success. Many obstacles can get in their way. But yet, as we also discovered and saw on last week, Uh, that the challenges that a blended family faces, they're very similar to the challenges faced by non blended families, whether everybody in the family is a a blood relative, a a member of the family by birth, or whether you're a blended family and a member of the family by marriage or other means. uh, Some of the challenges are actually very, very similar. Uh, And and regardless, as a matter of fact, the challenges, they're exactly the same. I'll go ahead and step out here and say the challenges in both families are exactly the same. And you may say, how can the challenges in a blended family be the same as the challenges in a non-blended family? For this simple reason right here, regardless of how the family come together, Both styles of family, blended and non-blended, both styles of family have to deal with relationships and all relationships have the same needs, have the same requirements and are successful based on the same foundation. And and there's just the same work that goes into every relationship, regardless of the type of relationship it is or the origins of the relationship. And I say that specifically for the purpose of saying to blended families, or maybe someone is contemplating marrying, but you're going to have a blended family. What I really want to stress right here is that there's no need to think that a blended family can't work. There's no need. You shouldn't even think that because you have entered into or because you're going to enter a blended family that the odds are somehow stacked against you and the odds are against you. That's just not the case. Uh, a blended family like any other family has every hope that they're going to be successful, that the family is going to be fulfilling, there's going to be love and joy, there's going to be a uh, 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 mutual assurance there's going to be preservation of family members support all of that's going to be in there you just have to be willing to do the work it's all very very possible but you just have to have a mind to work and if you go into it like any other relationship with prayer get yourself some good information get yourself some good help along the way and have a mind to do the work then success is very very possible as a matter of fact success is very very likely Uh, 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 at the rate of divorce today, uh, the only thing that guarantees a marriage or a family is putting it in the hands of the Lord and doing the work that's required for it to succeed. All right. And so so let's go ahead on and talk about the blended family again on this week, part two. We're going to deal very briefly with some challenges and then we'll get to uh, uh, some strategies. Uh, some points of strategies for success in the blended family. But let me begin by saying, going back to this point right here, I want to suggest once again that the term step is problematic. We're going to have a problem using the term step, whether you're saying stepmother, stepfather, stepsister, stepbrother. The term step is problematic because of what it means, what it means literally or what it has come to mean. Because in its original meaning, the word step, referred to orphans, and 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 hopefully no one is really uh, calling their stepchild uh, uh, an orphan because you know that's going to have problems. It doesn't take a lot of uh, uh, intelligence to understand you're going to have some problems there. But even if no one means orphan when they use the word step, the word step still has evolved to carry the connotation of not fully belonging in the family. Uh let me say that again the word step has evolved into carrying the connotation and implying that one does not fully belong in the family. So when we say my stepson or my stepdaughter uh uh it has come to mean that's a message that lets everyone know you weren't born in here. And, and, and maybe just maybe you're not fully accepted in here. Uh, and, and so when we use the term step, uh, it's going to be problematic because there's always going to be this wall of separation. When the word step is used, it sends the message that the relationship is less binding than a blood relationship. And if the relationship is less binding than a blood relationship, then hmm, maybe it doesn't mean as much. If the relationship is less binding than a blood relationship, maybe I don't owe that relationship as much as I would a blood relationship. So there's, all, there's a whole lot of information. There's a whole lot that goes into the mental consideration, the emotional and the psychological consideration of a blended family. Are we really taking every member in to be a full-fledged member of this family, to make one system, to make one unit? Is that our goal? Is that the aim? Or will we be content with the status quo of how we deal with step family members. Now, now, yeah, one may use the word step to imply that the relationship is less binding than a blood relationship and I don't owe as much as a blood relationship. Now, if that's not how your blended family feels or operates, then you're blessed for sure. Believe me, you are blessed for sure. But if this is somehow or by some some flip of the coin this is the way that your blended family feels and operates I want you to know this evening that you're not hopeless you can have hope just arming yourself with the right knowledge arming yourself with the right help Uh, uh, you'll get through this and and just changing your perspective on relationships automatically improves the likelihood of your success all right all right. Uh, you know, we, we discussed last week some of the challenges uh, in blended families. You know, parents are going to have challenges accepting children that may not be their biological children. Uh, uh, you know, do I ever love the non biological child the same way that I love my biological child? How do I get rid of walls between them? How do I ensure that there's no favoritism? Uh, uh, so we've got to deal with that. And that's going to be a challenge to treat that non biological child with the same love and care and affection as you would your biological child. Come on now, at a minimum, that's a challenge. And you got to be honest with yourself and admit that that is a challenge. It's going to be challenging for both parents, the biological parent and the non-biological parent, to validate the feelings of every child in the, re- in the family. Whether it's a biological child or a non-biological child, you know, it's going to be a challenge to validate their feelings and you better believe that children are going to compete for love and attention you know children are just good at picking out the soft and the weak parent so you better believe that that's going to happen in the blended family also children are going to deal with their own challenges yeah yeah i i can easily imagine that that here's a mother and a child or a father and a child, and they marry, and here comes another spouse, and the child who's already used to having the parent to themselves, the child who's already become secure in the relationship with the parent, here comes another quote-unquote step-parent in the equation, and that really throws that child off balance. That child is going to have to simulate that and I can imagine that child saying, "You know, to the new parent, you're an intruder, you're an outsider in this relationship. It's not going to work because you, that child may easily begin to resent the biological parent, the the uh, existing parent at the arrival of the new parent, because you brought that new parent in this relationship. We were doing okay, and you brought that new parent in this relationship. And I can also imagine that the the child in the relationship already, the existent child who has to welcome in new step-siblings or a new step-parent, uh, I wish I had a better term than step But you have to welcome in those new uh, members and make it a blended family. Boy, I can imagine the jealousy, the resentment, the anger, the rejection, the competition. All of these things are going to go on. They're going to experience all of this. And and when the child is not emotionally mature enough to assimilate, when the child is not emotionally mature enough to handle this, they're going to deal with some feelings and some thoughts that are going to throw them for a loop, that's going to throw them in a tailspin. And the way that they're going to deal with that and bring some kind of stability to their lives is they're going to act out. So you shouldn't be surprised when you come into a blended family and children begin to act out. It's kind of a natural phenomenon. All right. So uh, uh, children are also going to be challenged to accept non-biological children into the family. Again, just like the, uh, uh, the new parent coming in, when new siblings come in, those new individuals are going to mess up the existing system. We already have a way of doing things. This is our system. And now these new members are going to come in and mess up our system. And I want things to go back to the way that they were. They're going to try to revert to the old system, revert to the old way of doing things, revert to the old way that's more familiar with them, more secure for them. They're going to relapse into those old uh, 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 security phases and those secure defenses. They're going to get back into those because they're trying to assimilate new family members in this blended families. All I'm saying to you is that there are so many challenges. they are just a bunch of challenges that the, the existing parents going to have to deal with the new parents going to have to deal with the existing child or children are going to have to deal with the new child or children. They're going to have to deal with. Listen, the only place you're going to find the Brady Bunch is on television. If you're going to have a Brady Bunch type of life in your blended family, you're going to have to accept these challenges, include Christ in the mix, apply uh, 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 good knowledge, and be willing to work hard to achieve your goals. There's no and if or buts about it. And you know what? One other thing that presents a significant challenge is that again, with all of these existing members and new family members, uh, you're going to have multiple players who have a stake in this family. Wow. Multiple players who are going to have a stake in this family. What do you mean by that? Well, I'm talking about a husband who marries a new wife, brings her in as a stepmother, but still has to deal with the biological mother who's married and who has children still has to now the children who are there have to get to know new grandparents oh wow along with maintaining relationships with existing grandparents Your siblings are, you know, I don't even have time to deal with all of these challenges. I mean, when it comes to where you spend holidays and vacations, where the children go for summers, uh, so forth and so on. If your blended family is going to work, I'm not saying to you, I would never say to you that it's impossible. You can't do it. By all means, it's definitely possible. And so, so, so very doable. You just have to be willing to put in the work. So in short, blended families, you're going to have many, many challenges, but in actuality, your challenges are not many more than any other family. You just got to be willing to put the work in. All right. Hey, you're listening to this week's episode of Marriage and Family Clinic on this very first day of January in this very new year, 2019. You're listening to us on WGPL 1350 on your AM dial. Hey, do me a favor, send me an email, cdhodges at hotmail.com, inbox me on Facebook, look me up Bishop Carl Hodges, let me know that you hear us, let me know that you're listening, let me know whether or not my presentations are, are beneficial. you? Are they doing you any good? Would you like for me to change something? Is there a topic that you would like for me to discuss? Anything that you're having a particular difficulty with? Send me a word. Send me a note. Contact me. Hit me up. Let me know what you're thinking and what you're feeling out there. I really need to hear from you. Again, you're listening to this week's episode of Marriage and Family Clinic. Listen, let, let, let's deal a few minutes with strategies for the blended family. Uh, well, what, what can we do to help the blended family or what can the blended family do to help themselves? Well, in this program, our authority comes from the word of God. The things that we're saying to you, even though I don't announce a scripture, a text, a chapter, a verse or book of the Bible, the things that I'm telling you are well established in the word of God. So the first point to remember in your strategy for a successful blended family is to make your faith a major part of your life. Make your faith a major part of your life. As I've said in previous broadcasts, I just don't know of anything that's more valuable, more applicable, more timely, more relevant as far as rearing children, as far as being married, as far as being parents. I don't know anything that's more effective, more timely than the Bible. Make the Bible a part of your life. Life Include your faith. Include your faith. That's the first thing you're going to do. And the second strategy for the blended family, the second point in the strategy is that you're going to have to communicate more than you ever imagined. You're going to need good, open, honest communication. You're going to have to sit down and you're going to have to learn and teach one another uh, how to communicate. You're going to have to go over communication expectations, how you're going to communicate in this family. There are a whole lot of feelings that are going to be going back and forth. You're going to be able to feel tension in the room sometimes, just like any other family. You're going to know that something is up, something is wrong. Someone is dissatisfied. Someone is discontented. You're going to be able to sense these things. There's going to be the proverbial elephant in the room, but you're going to need the freedom to say, hey, I have an issue. The children are going to need the freedom and the security and the safety of raising their hands and raising their voices and say, I need help. You're going to need more communication than you ever imagined. You're going to have to learn to talk. Don't make family members read your mind. Don't say, well, you're this or you're this old, or you're this grown or you're this mature. You should know what I'm thinking. You should know what I'm feeling. No one should ever have to read your mind. We'll learn one another as we grow together we learn to sense and discern some feelings and some thoughts. But you know what? When you're getting your blended family together, you need to just get in the habit of talking. Set aside times during the week where you can just have family discussions. Give the children time to talk about their day. Talk about what's going on in them. Talk about how they feel that time is going to be so crucial you're going to need to establish communication more communication than you ever imagined alright so along with including your faith along with more communication than you ever imagined uh, mom and dad mom and dad please make sure that you are on the same page the same page in love the same page in setting the rules the same page in discipline, mom and dad make sure that you are on the same page and you get on the same page before you ever face the children. Because if you're not on the same page, the children are going to detect it and you're going to be like, 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 uh, it's going to be like blood drawing sharks. They're going to eat you up. So you're going to have to make sure that you're on the same page. You're not going to be able to say things like, that's my child. You can't discipline my child. Mama, dad, you're going to have to come together and establish rules for your family, establish how you're going to manage and maintain your household, establish who's going to play what role, establish and make known your expectations for every member of the family. Doesn't make any difference what the title is. We're not going to use step or anything like that. Mom and dad, you're going to come together and you're going to establish the rules of the family. And when you establish the rules and explain the consequences, then nobody is disappointed. Nobody can say, oh, I had no idea. And you never have to revert to that's my child. You don't discipline them. And you know, again, this is not only for blended families. This is just good information for any family. Every mom and dad needs to be on the same page. Because again, children can sniff out the weak parent. They can spot them a mile away. And when they spot the weak parent, they're coming to get you just like sharks smelling blood in the water. Children have no business getting a yes from dad or getting a no from dad and running to mom because they believe they can get yes. A biological child should not have the goal to uh, uh, to not go to the step parent but only go to the biological parent when they have a need or when they want to do something or when they need a favor, whatever the case may be. I hope you are understanding what I'm saying here. Simply put, mom and dad, you need to make sure that you're on the same page and don't have your disagreements and arguments in front of the children. You need to separate yourselves. So mom and dad, along with everything else about getting the family together and having time together, mom and dad, you're going to need your own time together. So that you can continue to communicate. You can continue to grow together. You can continue to learn one another. You're still going to need your date night, mom and dad. You not only get to know one another and increase and improve and enhance your love for each other, but increase and improve and enhance the wherewithal that you lead the family with. It's going to help you. Just make sure that you're on the same page, mom and dad. I can't stress that enough. Make sure that you're on the same page regarding corporal punishment. Will there be corporal punishment? Will there not be corporal punishment? Just make sure you're on the same page. All right. Uh, Another point, another point in your blended family strategy. uh, Make sure that you're making bonds and make your relationships a priority rather than rules and discipline. You got to make sure you're on the same page with, and you got to have rules, you got to have discipline, but make sure that you're placing a higher priority on bonding with every family member and making solid relationships with every family member in the family. Make that a higher priority than the rules and the disobedience, because when you're bonding, when you're placing a priority on the bond and the relationship, that's going to show up. And that's going to be a source of security and reassurance for the children. They're interested in me, not just telling me what to do. They're interested in my thoughts and my feelings and my ambitions, my desires, and not just want to place a lot of rules on me. So make bonds and make relationships a priority rather than rules and discipline. Understand that that all relationships work by Respect. You got to dignify one another. Parents should never look at a child and say things like, you don't matter. Parents, you got to be careful not to give your children the idea that you think they don't matter. Don't even let them get the idea that you think their thoughts don't matter. Your children should feel secure in your relationship with them. Deal with your children in a way that reminds them you're important. You're here with purpose. Your existence counts. You are as important as anybody else in the world. So make bonds, make bonding and make relationship building a priority rather than rules and disciplines. Another thing that helped the family, uh, uh, the blended family, start new family traditions. Uh, I was looking at Facebook over the holidays here and and a lot of families are taking photographs in their family pajamas. They all had on uh, matching pajamas. Hey, you know what? That's a new family uh, uh, tradition. Every Christmas, we're going to take our photographs in our matching pajamas. Make a new family tradition, uh, something that the family can focus on so that they don't have to focus on the hurt that they left, the relationship that they came out of. They don't have to deal with the rejection, but they can have other assurances and reassurances. Make new family traditions. Make new memories. Have outings. Have a family fun night. A weekly thing that your family does. What, do your family, what does your family do every week? It's going to be your thing to do. It's going to be the thing that we do, and we're going to do it no matter what, because it's a priority. We're making relationships and we're building bonds. That's a priority in this family, whether it's blended or not. And these are the traditions that we're set up. Make new memories. Certain time of the month, certain time of the year, whatever the case may be. Take a trip somewhere, go on an outing, do something fun, all right? Another, another uh, uh, point in your strategy, work out a family mission statement. You need to discuss and decide what it means to be a member of this family. Regardless of the family that everybody came out of, what does it mean to be a member of this family? What is this family about? Be able to make a concise statement about what this family means and who this family is and and the goals of this family and a mission statement for your family. Make sure you get that. And if things ever get too tough, make sure you bring in a third party, a counselor, another blended family even. And that might even be a good tradition. Mix it up with other blended families. And the last thing I want to tell you, I'm just about out of time here, but I think this is a very, very worthy idea here. Give a whole lot of consideration to the thought of adoption. Adoption is such a worthy, worthy, valuable option. Adoption says, I want you to belong to me just as much as if you were my blood. Give serious consideration to adoption. All right. Hey, listen, I'm out of time. I wish I had more time to deal with this, uh, but we're dealing with the blended family here. Uh, and and just understand you're going to be dealing with challenges, but you can make it. Uh, appreciate you listening in. You are listening to us on Marriage and Family Clinic on this first day of January in this brand new year, 2019. Appreciate you listening in tonight. You're listening on WGPL 1350 on your AM dial. Again, do me a favor. Let me hear from you. Email me, Hodges at hotmail com. Look me up on Facebook. Bishop Carl Hodges will be there. Send me a word. Send me a text. Send me something. Let me know you're hearing from us. Are we doing you any good? Is there a topic you would like to hear? Let us know about it. We're going to be opening up the full gamut of marriage and family relationships. We look forward to being with you. See you next week right here. WGPL 1350 AM next Tuesday, 6 to 6 30 PM. Hey, listen, don't ever forget, You can't have peace without surrendering your life to the Prince of Peace. We'll see you.